Hi, podcasting from New York. They say if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. This is Pushing Boundaries. Most of today's commentary on complex social issues is binary, unproductive, and flat-out lazy. With this podcast, I'm looking to hopefully elevate these conversations, and as a lifelong educator, hopefully learn a few things along with you. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Backseat driver. Have you ever noticed while in the traffic that the driver in front of you continues to look in their rearview mirror as if the action behind them is more important than what is in front? I find this to be extremely aggravating. I'm like, what are you looking at? You know, what's so important behind me than what is so important in front of you? I mean, for me, this is not a judgment call against those who do but too many times I had to stop suddenly because the driver in front was so focused on me, you know, like they, they failed to see the car in front of them. And then they put me and the driver and the other drivers in danger, right? And so like, you can get a pileup in that situation. Now, now, listen, whether I'm attractive, interesting, or whether they are attempting to predict my next move as a driver, this is, this is dangerous ground. I mean, for both drivers and anyone around us. I mean, here's another scenario. Another scenario is like this railroad driver responds to mo- how railroad drivers respond to motorcyclists. You know, here, I'm driving down a major highway and I see the motorcyclist coming right behind me. I've seen too many people automatically brake and try or try to block the passage of motorcyclists who are attempting to pass them by while white lining between cars. Now, I understand their thinking because nobody wants anybody to skip the line. But I'm unsure if they realize that the car inside the old person, the motorist inside the car is aware of the danger they create for the motorcyclists. I mean, we're looking at a human sandwich on a public road. And something that's directly in front of you is a little different from seeing it in an action movie. I mean, especially when you're directly involved in it. You know, the common behavior here is that we keep looking back. Why are we looking back to move forward? I mean, come on. I mean, we all do it. How many of us are stuck? I mean, stuck on our past behaviors. I mean, the behaviors of others are allowing these experiences to stop or limit the ability to move forward. I mean, because there's a thousand and one excuses of why we're stuck. Just stuck. Are you stuck in the past in the rearview mirror? You know, I know there have been multiple moments in my life where I was stuck. I mean, without a doubt. I mean, I can say from personal experience, I mean, I've overcome being stuck. Mm, Yes. Yes, I mean, these experiences can give us this edge on how to move forward in the future, you know. But sometimes experiences can tie us up. I mean, it can reduce our flexibility or our ability to think without limits. So we're all tied up in our thoughts and inflexible to what's in front of us. It becomes similar to the Internet, you know, that continuously studies us, studies our browsing history that cre- and creates a profile that shapes the advertisement of our future websites that we can see. I've said this in an earlier podcast, so check that out. Check that out in terms of what's going on with the internet. And then many times 
from this search, we get a narrow breadth and depth of information we receive. Why is this all connected? Those who don't know their history are doomed to repeat it by Edmund Burke. The thinking in this quote is that knowing my history is supposed to free me, and I mean free me, and allow me allow for new experiences. I know my history, and that allows me to make different decisions going forward because I know, and it allows me a greater freedom in terms of different pathways that I can choose. That's the thinking, right? But is this true? Then why are we looking back? Is this about us wanting to control? How much can we control from behind us? What about those new, new experiences in front of us? I mean, what does it feel like to try to experience both? At the same time, must be exhausting. I'm guessing a lot of accidents and terrible driving records, you know, with major insurance, you know, outstanding insurance premiums. Uh, that's what the results are. But take the results and mirror that in your own life experiences. What does that look like for your life? How do you connect the drivers, the driving record, your driving record, to life, your life's record? I mean, guess, listen, probably a mess when we're looking in the rearview mirror. After rear-ending the car in front of me, the problem behind me no longer exists for the moment. I'll have a problem in front of me. A problem that requires my immediate attention. And I'll pull on my mental energy to secure available resources now at this moment to allow me to move on to my final definition, destination, where I was going. But only in this moment of aggravation and blessing because I am, I am able to walk away from a preventable accident, I am present. I am present in this moment because it is my crisis and I am looking forward because I'm looking for resolution. However, but how long will I become or you become the backseat driver? In my rental car, looking behind me, how many relationships have you entered with so much baggage that you can't see forward, but wallow in your own sadness and deplorable position you're currently sitting in? What about those triggers that reactivated behaviors that were behind you, you know, because you received a new experience that looked like the old triggers, trauma, baggage? Those with some life experience know that our mind plays tricks on us. There have been too many times that I thought I could predict someone's move in front of me because of things like astrology, what's your sign, <laughs> appearance, trench coat, an action, or behavior that was one-off and through their associations. Hmm. Oftentimes they result in false accusations unnecessary stress, pain, and a waste of time and energy. What's so hard in taking things as they come? What about approaching with new eyes? Is this possible? Are we tainted by our personal biases that invade us from our intimate relationships? Successes or failures? Mistakes or regrets? And events that keep upsetting us? every day of our lives. Are we able to stop looking at the rearview mirror? 
So here's some suggestions for you. I always like to end with some next steps. Behavioral solutions to consider. Keep looking forward and use the rearview mirror when it's, there's a need to change lanes or avoid police detection while speeding. No, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Use the rearview mirror as it was designed in the Department of Motor Vehicle Manual. Now let's make that connection to real life. Medical news suggests let it go. I know this sounds simple, but practice by examining why you need to control every moment you live in. What happens to you if you lose control? What strategies can you use to repair and recover? Is it removing yourself from the room for a moment or making a public statement that you aren't ready to engage in a certain discussion? Do you know what triggers you? What can I do when I'm triggered that will add value to my mental and physical health? Are you going to retaliate and fight fire with fire or will you investigate intention through an authentic and respectful conversation? Get into practice of letting it go. Start with the small things like stop reminding them to do it a certain way or offering a negative reaction to infrequent and innocent acts by another who had no idea what your triggers were. Breathe and use the exhale to let the friction go and push yourself to move through the original agenda until you no longer are triggered. Despite what triggers and inspires in your spirit, challenge yourself to stay the course and receive external stimulus with the best intentions. Shift your mindset too. This could be good for me. Thanks for listening to Pushing Boundaries. Once again, my name is Sharif Rucker. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please do me a favor by commenting, subscribing, and sharing this podcast with everyone you know. All of these things are free and take very little effort, but would mean the world to me. Thanks again and stay tuned.